first of all, for those of you who are not familiar with my work, um, I create multicultural characters, so characters from lots of different backgrounds. Um, so before the present is the new future, a bit about the past is that I grew up in a family that was multi-everything, multiracial, multicultural, black and white, Caribbean, Irish-American, German-American. There was like Dominican music blasting from, you know, stereo. It was just, there were Christians and Jews, um, that's a long story filled with intrigue and interfaith guilt and shame. But, um, you know, it was just, I was totally immersed in this world that was, you know, filled with everybody. And then I went on to the United Nations school and that just completely. So I began um, sort of developing these voices and these people, um, all of whom were loosely based on people I really know. And so, for example, um, in performing them, I would really try to inhabit them, and um, for example, I don't, I don't, I don't really talk like that. But that's this is that was one of my people, and I am going to bring a few of my friends. I think of them as my friends to this stage in the spirit of the idea that the present is the new future in sort of a meta way, because I thought about it, and the future for me, what can be so frightening is that I don't know what's coming. I don't know if that's true for other people, but that notion of, you know, thinking about how we can um, kind of understand the future and predict outcomes. For me, it's terrifying to not know what might be coming. And so the idea that there are questions that I've never seen that my people are going to answer, and some of these characters have been with me for ages, some of them don't even have names, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's coming. And all I can do is remind myself that I told Chris I'd fly by the seat of my pants. And now that I'm up here, it sort of feels like that dream where you don't have any pants on. And so I suppose I'm going to be flying by the seat of my ass. Um, that said, let's just see who comes out. May we have the first question. Do you ever get headaches from the microchips implanted in your brain? Right. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, I'll just say and I hope you can hear me okay. Uh, my name is Lorraine Levine, and um, uh, the idea of uh, microchips implanted in my brain, frankly, <laughs> uh, just putting on my glasses reminds me of, thank God I'm not wearing the Google glasses. No offense to them. I'm glad that you all enjoy them, but at my age, just putting on the regular ones I have already gives me too much information. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I don't need to know more. I don't want to know. That's it. That's enough. I love you all. You're wonderful. It's fabulous to be here with such big machas again this year. Mwah. Okay, next question. Next, please. Is dating boring now that humans reproduce asexually? Who do we got? Uh... Hi, um... Okay, hi everybody. Um, my name is Nereida. Um, I just want to say, first of all, that dating is never boring under any circumstance. Um, but I am very excited to be here right now, so I'm just trying to remind myself that, you know, like the purpose of being here and everything, I mean, trying to answer these questions, it is very exciting. But I also, I just need to acknowledge that, you know, Ted, it's an incredible experience right now in the present. Like, I mean, I just need to say, like, Isabel Allende, Isabel Allende. Okay, maybe it doesn't mean what it means. I mean, of course it means something to you, but to me, it's like another level, okay? Because I'm Latina and I really appreciate the fact that there are role models here, you know, that I can really, I don't know, I just need to say that. That's incredible to me. And, you know, sometimes when I'm nervous and everything like that, I just need to, like, say some affirmations that can help me, like, 
You know, I usually just try to use like the three little words that always make me feel better. Sotomayor, Sotomayor, Sotomayor. <laughs> just, it really helps me to get grounded. Now I can use Allende, Allende, Allende. And, you know, I just need to say it. Like, it's so incredible to be here. And I knew that we were going to have these questions. I was so nervous. And I was thinking just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it reminded me, I mean, because I've had like some very, especially since the last time we were here at TED, it was like unbelievable. And then right after that, like so many crazy things happened. Like we ended up going to the White House to perform. That was like amazing. And I'm standing there and I was just like, please don't say, oh, my God, don't say, oh, my God. And I just kept saying it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, I kept thinking to myself, like, President Obama has to come up here at the same podium. And I'm standing here saying, oh my God, it's like the separation of church and state. I just, I couldn't like, I couldn't process. It was really too much. So I, I, I think I've, I've lost my way. But what I wanted to say is that dating for me, you know, as far as I'm concerned, however you re reproduce, as long as you're enjoying yourself and it's with another consenting asexual, I don't know. Um, you know where I'm going with that. Okay, ciao. Gracias. Okay, next question. What are your top five favorite songs right now? Um, yeah. All right, well, first of all, I'm going to say, you know what I'm saying, I'm the only dude up here right now. Uh, my name is Rashid, and um, I've never been at Seb before, you know what I'm saying? I, I think um, Sarah Jones, maybe she didn't want me to come out last time, I don't know why, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I would be like a perfect fit for Ted, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, first of all, that I'm in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? I know some of y'all maybe not really as much into the music, but um, the first way y'all can always know, you know what I'm saying, that I'm in hip-hop is because I hold the microphone in the official MC posture. Y'all can see that right there. That's how you hold it, all right? So you get your little tutorial right there. But um, when Sarah Jones told me we was going to come up here, I was like, bet, you know what I'm saying? Ted, it's real fly. Y'all got a whole lot of dope, you know what I'm saying, shit going on and everything. But um, she was like, yeah, we're going to have to answer, like, some random questions. Um, just like, and I was like, what the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? Just stand up there and answer some random questions. I don't want to, I mean, it's like an intellectual stop and frisk. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be standing up there just or getting interrogated and whatnot. That's what I'm trying to leave behind in New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I would have to say my top five songs right now is all out of my own personal catalog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so if you want to know more about that, you know what I'm saying, we could talk about the um, anti-piracy and all that. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, I believe in creative commons. And um, I think it's real important that, you know, that needs to be sustainable and everything. And um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, this right here, this is an environment I would like to sustain. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I'm just saying, if y'all interested in the top five songs, you need to holler at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right? In the future or the present. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of it. Okay, next question. What do we got? How many of your organs have been through? Um, well, I have to say that I don't know about uh, how many of my organs have been 3D printed as such. Uh, but I can tell you that it is so challenging to me, you know, kind of thinking about this concept of the future and uh, that, you know, all around the world, parents are kind of... Uh, telling their small children, you know, please, you have to eat that. You know, I have slaved over a hot 3D printer all day so that you can have this meal, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but, and uh, of course, now that we have changed, you know, from the global south, there's a total kind of perspective shift that is happening around the, uh, you know, you can't just say to them, well, there are, there are starving children. Well, it is the future, but nobody is starving anymore, thank God. 
but uh, as you can tell, I have kind of that optimism. Uh, and I do hope that uh, we can continue to kind of 3D print. Uh, well, let us just say, I, I like to think that even in the future, we will have the publication kind of, uh, you know, all the food that's fit to print. Uh, but everybody, please do enjoy that. And uh, again, I think that you do throw a cracking good party here at TED. Thank you. Okay. Next question. Um, what has changed? What has changed? Okay, it's like, I have to think about that. What has changed now that women run the world? Um, first of all, I really, like, I just want to say, and my name is Bella, I just want to, like, identify myself, um, that, like, as a feminist, I, like, I really find that, like, you know, because I was born in the 90s, and, like, you know, there were a lot of women who were, as far as feminism was concerned, like, maybe they didn't understand that, like, a feminist like me, like, I don't think it's required that, like, you have to have a certain kind of voice or, like, a certain way of, like, presenting yourself to be feminist, because I think that, like, feminism can be really hot. And, like, I think actually that it's really vital and important. Like, the quotation I'm wearing is from, like, Gloria Steinem. And, like, I'm named Bella for, like, Bella Abzug, who's, like, obviously, like, a really important feminist from, like, history. And, like... <laughs> I just think that those women, like, really represent, like, that you can, like, be vital and, like, amazing, like, amazing. And you don't have to wear, like, an Eileen Fisher caftan just to, like, prove that you're a feminist. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, like, my mom, she's like, like, why do you have to wear pants that, like, objectify your body? I like my pants. Like, I like my voice. I, like, she's like, why do you have to talk? Like, talk like what? Like, I'm expressing myself. And I think that we have to, like, reach out, like, not only across, like, the different generations of feminists, but also, like, across the, like, vocal ranges. <laughs> so that, like, we... Because otherwise it's just, like restriculous within feminism, which is just like a word that I created that means like so strict it's ridiculous. So that's my feeling about that. You guys are amazing, by the way. Okay, next question. Yeah, you know what? So um, my name is Joseph McHugh. So first of all, I just want to say that I appreciate uh, that Ted in general has been a pretty orderly uh, crowd, pretty orderly group. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just have to say the, uh, the whole thing with baldness and, you know, it's, here's the thing. As long as the woman... In my case, because it's a modern world, do whatever you want to do. I don't have any problem with anybody. Enjoy yourself. LGBTQLMNOP. All right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, attractiveness, women don't really care uh, as much as you think they do about the, you know. I mean, I remember hearing this woman, she's, you know, she loved her husband. It's the sweetest thing. It's a pretty young girl, you know, and this guy's older. 
And, uh, you know, she said she would love him even if he had snow on the roof or even if it melted and disappeared altogether. <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's about the love. Am I right or am I right? So that's it. That's it. That's it. I don't got nothing more to say. Keep your noses clean. Next question. Have you ever tasted meat that's not lab-grown? Uh, well, I want to uh, start by saying that uh, this is a very difficult uh, experience for a Chinese-American. Uh, uh, I don't know what to call myself now. Uh, because I uh, have really my Chinese identity, but my kids, they are uh, American, uh, Chinese. Uh, but it's difficult to try to express uh, myself in front of an uh, audience of people uh, like this. Uh, but uh, if I have to give my opinion uh, about meat, I think first, the most important thing is to say uh, that we don't have to uh, have perfect food, uh, but maybe it can also not be poison. Uh, maybe we can have some middle ground for that. Uh, but I will continue to consider uh, this idea, uh, and I will uh, report back maybe next year. Uh, next, next, next. Will there ever be a post-racial world? Uh, um, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Gary Weaselhead. I am, uh, enjoy that. I'm a <laughs> member of the Blackfeet Nation. I'm also half Lakota. Uh, but that is my given name. And... Uh, no, even though it would have seemed like an obvious choice, no, I did not go into politics. <laughs> Tough crowd. Uh, but uh, I, I always like to just let people know when they ask about race or those kinds of things. Uh, you know, as a member of the First Nations community, uh, you know, I'm uh, probably not your typical guy. Uh, for example, in addition to being an activist, I'm also a professional stand-up comedian. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I'm most popular on college and university campuses. You know, whenever they, uh, they want to do a diversity day or, hey, we're not all white, weak, you know, <laughs> then I'm there. Do I think there will ever be a post-racial world? I think really uh, you can't talk about race without remembering that it's, it is a construct uh, in, in certain respects, but also that uh, you know, until we redress the wrongs of the past, uh, we're going to be turned around. I don't care if the present is the new future. And uh, I think there's a lot of great people here at TED who are working to address that. So with that, uh, if anything I've said today makes you feel uncomfortable, you're welcome. Uh, I think we have time for one more. What's the most popular diet these days? Uh, who's here? 
Okay, well, I'm just going to answer this really fast as like three or four different people. I mean really fast. I'm just going to let y'all know that as far as diet is concerned, if you don't love yourself inside, there is no diet on this earth that is going to make your behind small enough for you to feel good. So just stop wasting your time. I would just like to say as an African woman that I believe uh, the diet that we need is really to remove uh, the crazy uh, belief that there is anything wrong with a nice backside. No, I am teasing about that. There is nothing wrong with a woman of size. That is what I am trying to say. Women, celebrate your body for God's sake. Stop running around starving. You are making yourselves and other people miserable. <laughs> Last answer. So we talking about what's the most popular diet. I'm going to start off by telling y'all that... Uh, this is my first time here at TED. Uh, I might uh, not be your typical person you find on this stage. My dental work not as nice as some people. But I made Sarah Jones promise she gonna bring me this time. Cause uh, she didn't bring me before. But uh, you know, I just wanna say uh, there's a lot of things more important than counting calories. And uh, as somebody living on the street in New York and getting to come here, hear y'all ideas worth spreading. I want to tell y'all, I believe in this idea that the present is the new future. That where you sit, you create everything that's going to come, for better or worse. And for me, I think uh, homeless, the wrong word for it anyway. You know, I might not have me no place to lay my head at night, but that does make me houseless. I have me a home. You do too. Find it and try to find yourself in there. Make sure you know it's not just about virtual or reality in space. That's wonderful, but it's also about the actual reality here on earth. How are people living today? How can you be part of the solution? Thank y'all for thinking about that right now in the present moment to influence the future. I appreciate them. Bye-bye. Thank you all very, very much. Thank you for trusting me, Chris.